Father, we thank you for this evening's service. We thank you, Lord, for all those who are here and for those who are listening. And we pray, Father, that we're changed by your word, that as as we hear what you're saying to our hearts by your spirit, we're changed and we're also um, transformed through the renewing of our mind. So tonight we receive your word with gladness and joy. We thank you, Father, our ears are anointed to hear that our minds are open and our hearts are receptive. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, tonight I want to tell you a little uh, bit about the word um, as it pertains to healing. I think that um, it's very important to remind ourselves of these truths. Even if you're not sick tonight, there might be a a time where uh, you're attacked in your physical body and these scriptures just come right up out of your heart because you've been uh, taught the word. And uh, reminded of the will of God for your life. So we're going to start tonight with Matthew chapter 8. And the uh, the title of this message is Healing is the Will of God. Healing is the Will of God. And I think it's important always to know that that is the truth. No matter what uh, the situation is, no matter... Um, who has what disease or who's struggling with what or who's been attacked in their in their uh, body and their organs or, or whatever the, the situation might be. We have to know from the word of God that his will is always healing. Yes. It always is, because if we don't know that truth, first of all, um, you know, we really don't know the word because we see it and we'll see it tonight again, uh, that it's very clear And then secondly, um, if we don't know for sure that it's his will to heal us, we'll always believe that we're the exception. Well, we don't know if it's God's will to heal everybody. And then most people from there go into the mindset of, well, it probably isn't his will to heal me because I'm not good enough or I haven't done enough for him or, you know, I'm just the black sheep in the sheepfold or whatever the devil would try to tell us. Um, very few people will rise up and say, it's God's will to heal me if, if, if he's just picking out favorites. Now, some will, but most people will go well, the default to, well, it's probably not me that he's wanting to heal. And so, of course, that's a big, uh, a, a big issue that God wants uh, shown and solved through the word is to know in our hearts and our minds Beyond a shout of a doubt, every time it is God's will yes. for healing to be yours. Yes. Amen. So let's look at Matthew chapter 8 and start with verse 1. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean, and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Now, leprosy was a disease then uh, that was incurable. Now, of course, we have antibiotics and we have different uh, uh, myriad of ways to treat it. I think it's a, it's you know pretty uncommon to have it, but it still exists. Um, but it is uh, it is a uh, disease that's airborne. And, um, you know, it, it can be transferred by sneezing and coughing. Does that sound familiar? 
Um, it attacks the nerves. It ha- uh, you have skin lesions, and uh, you also at that time became a social outcast, uh, isolation. <laughs> and so um, we see here some similarities um, of, of you know this disease and what we're up against right now. And thank God Jesus had the cure. And, you know, the, the, the issue here with this man was he didn't know if it was God's will or not. In fact, he said, I know you can. I know you can make me clean. But will you? The Amplified says in verse 2, And behold, a, le- a leper came unto him, uh, prostrating himself, worshipped him and saying, Lord, if you are willing... You are able to cleanse me by curing me. Are you willing? And then Jesus spoke his will. And his will isn't just for one person here. His will was established when he hung on Calvary. And the Bible says in 1 Peter 2.24 that by his stripes we were healed. Notice we, the body of Christ, uh, was uh, that day everyone everyone's healing was purchased through the blood of Jesus. But notice here he said, and he established it, when he put forth his hand and touched him, he said, I will, I will be thou clean. And I thank God that immediately, I love that word immediately, don't you? I'm telling you, we need to believe God for things immediately, right now, praise God. And um, I was thinking today, I look forward to the day where we're saying, if you have COVID-19, come to our church, you know, and I'm not saying that right now because I know I get all kinds of mail about that. But, you know, one one of these days, hallelujah, amen, let's believe God for a tremendous outflow of the Holy Ghost and the power of God to cure every disease and every illness because You know, Pastor Dave and I were talking today at lunch and he said, you know, this is just another illness like other illnesses. It's not, you know, we've made it out and magnified it so. But Jesus' blood redeemed us from every sickness and every disease. Praise God. So you see here, not only can he do it, but he will do it. It is his will. And we need to establish that in our hearts and minds And may it ever be established. Now, let's see here in Luke chapter 4. I want to just take you into a few scriptures here to build your faith tonight about the healing power of God. Luke chapter 4. And look at verse 38. Luke chapter 4, 38. And he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever. And they besought him for her. So his mother-in-law, instead of uh, treating her like most mother-in-laws are being treated, <laughs> just a joke, um, he besought that she would be healed. Amen. Uh, sometimes you're praying they die, but not him. <laughs> he said, let's, let's believe God. Let's believe God. She's going to be healed of this great fever. And verse 39, and he stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her that fast. It left her. Now, notice here, immediately she arose and ministered to them. In other words, she started serving food. That's how healed she was from this great fever. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I have some family members that if you had a great fever, even if they think you're healed, they wouldn't let you touch their food or get around serving tables. But that's how healed you are when God heals you. Amen. When the Lord heals you, praise the Lord. You are so healed. Amen. And so uh, let's read on here. Verse 40. Now, when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases, any sick with different kinds of diseases, brought them unto him and he laid his hands on every one of them. And some were healed and some weren't. No, it says healed them. And devils also came out of many crying out, saying, thou art Christ, the son of God. And he rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he was Christ. And it would behoove us to know that he's Christ. <laughs> he is the Lord. He is the anointed one. And praise God, he has given us his anointing. Now, let's just take a stroll in Matthew. Uh, is that okay for a minute? Matthew chapter 8. And look at some scriptures through this, uh, just this one book, the book of Matthew. And then uh, we'll wrap this up tonight. But I want to just leave you with some faith-building scriptures about our Lord and Savior. Matthew chapter 8. And look at verse 16. Matthew eight sixteen. Let's see. Is that right? Oh, I'm in Mark. No wonder. I thought we're in the wrong place. Matthew eight sixteen. Um, when, when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out devils with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet saying himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. Now, let's look at that in the Amplified. It says, and thus he fulfilled that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He himself took in order to carry away our weaknesses and infirmities and bore away our diseases. Now, that is the good news of the gospel, isn't it? Praise God. He bore away our diseases. Now, let, let's look over one more chapter, Matthew 9, 35. Matthew 9, 35. It says, and Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease to everys, <laughs> every sickness and every disease among the people. Now, uh, notice here that uh, he was teaching in their synagogues. You know, it's important to teach the word. It's important for people to hear the word. And, and Jesus didn't just heal the sick, but he taught people. And, and the faith came as he taught and as he preached. What was he preaching? The gospel of the kingdom. He was preaching the gospel, the good news of our Lord, the good news of our God. Now, let's turn over to Matthew chapter uh, 12 and verse 15. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 15. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence and great multitudes followed him 
and he healed them all. He healed them all. Matthew 14, 14. It just continues. Matthew 14, 14. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion toward them and healed their sick. And then in the same chapter, verse 36. And he and he besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment as many as touched were made perfectly whole. And the Amplified says they were restored, perfectly restored. And then over in Matthew 1530, Matthew 1530, and the great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame. Now listen to this list of sickness and disease. They were lame, they were blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, many other kinds of things going on in their lives, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak. Now see, here's people who can't speak, touched by the Lord and then able to speak. And then the maimed to be whole, I guess limbs were growing out, right? The lame to walk, those who were in wheelchairs or unable to walk, walkers or whatever, all of a sudden they could walk. And the blind to see. Now, we would call those pretty severe cases, wouldn't we? But, you know, it's just as easy for uh, an arm or leg to grow out in God's presence as it is to heal a cold or a sniffle. There's there's no there's no, uh, you know, major list and minor list. It's just all covered in the blood of Jesus and the, the stripes on his back. Praise God. Amen. Sometimes we think, you know, well, you know, that's a big miracle and that's a little miracle. But it, but it's just as easy for God and, and for, for the Lord to do, um, what we think is, are huge things here as it is for small things. Praise the Lord. Do you believe it? Amen. Matthew chapter 19. Look at verse 2. Matthew 19, 2. And we see, and the great multitudes followed him, and he healed them there. He healed them right there. Matthew chapter 21 and verse 14. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. So was there a time, and these are just some of the cases, you know, we, we, there's more, but of course, you know, for, uh, time's sake, we're just reading some of the, the ones where there's multitudes of people and they were healed um, out of the, the book of Matthew. But we see here that um, there was a place in Mark where only a few people were healed. So let's look at that before we close, just so we can see what might hinder our healing manifestation. And this is Mark chapter 6. And we'll look at verse 5. Mark chapter 6 and verse 5. Uh, well, let's start with verse 3. We'll see a little more, give a little more insight here. Verse 3. This is Mark 6, 3. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, 
the brother of James and Joseph, of Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us. And they were offended, offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin, in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and he healed them. And he marveled, the word marvel, you can also be astonished. He was astonished because of their unbelief. And he went about the villages teaching. So he knew, you know, he knew the solution to unbelief would would be to teach. But notice how they rejected him. They rejected his uh, him being um, uh, anointed of God to heal. They were referring to him after the flesh. He's the carpenter's son. We know his sisters. We know his brothers. We grew up in church. He was in the nursery. We changed his diaper, you know, and not recognizing the anointing on him to heal. And it was so uh, their unbelief is so powerful that it says he could there do no mighty work. It didn't say he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it because he he got offended back at them because they were offended at him. <laughs> so he wouldn't do it. No, it didn't say wouldn't. It said he couldn't do it. They limited God. You know, the, the book of Psalms, said, verse 78, it says they limited the Holy One. You mean you can limit God from moving in your life, from doing things in your life? Yes. And so uh, our... um then then our part in this is to open up our hearts and receive everything he's done for us. Open up our hearts and see him as anointed in our lives and the anointing in us, bringing healing and recovery. If there's things trying to attach itself to us that doesn't belong to us, sickness and disease does not belong to you. And uh, just like somebody arriving at your door with a package, and you didn't order the package and you don't want the package, you don't have to go to the door and you don't have to receive it. And so uh, what we can do, though, is if you know someone comes to the door and says, here, this is yours and it's a great thing, receive it. Amen. And Jesus has given us life and life more abundantly. And that didn't just mean Woo-hoo, we're happy in life. That means life that drives out disease. That means eternal life, life of the eternal one that lives in us. And that's such good news tonight because his life overcomes all kinds of death. And, and sickness is just a part of death, really. It's death working in our bodies. Um, and so praise God, we don't have to receive that. So I'm going to leave you with this. Um, Hebrews chapter 13. And we'll close. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. And this is really powerful here because of what we read tonight about our Lord going about. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So Hebrews 13, 8 says this, Jesus Christ, the same and underline that in your Bible. Keep that in your heart. He is the same yesterday, today. And forever. And uh, I love that song because he lives. I can face tomorrow. Why can you do that? Because he's the same. You can count on him. Whatever he did yesterday. 
whatever he's doing today, he will continue to do in your life. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what the situation, he is the same. And he's healer in the word of God. We see it time and time again. We just read one book tonight of of his healing power. It's throughout the whole word. Um, And so if he did it then, he's doing it today, right now, today for you. And then he'll continue to do it all the rest of your life. Praise God. You know, you don't have to die sick either. You can just go on and go with the Lord and you don't have to be sick to die. Amen. So um, take those words in your heart tonight. If you're suffering from sickness or disease, don't be under condemnation. Just receive, open up your heart and let the Lord come in as healer. Receive him as healer tonight. You know, sometimes we receive him as savior, but we don't really receive him as healer. And he's it's all one wonderful package that he's given to us. So receive him as healer tonight. And so I'm going to pray for you before we go. And again, if you're if you're suffering, lay your hand on whatever part that you're if you have a headache or head, you know, if you've got your elbow hurts, wherever you're hurting or wherever the sickness and disease in your body. Let's take authority over that right now and just receive the power of God. Father, we thank you tonight that Jesus took away our disease. He bore it so that we don't have to bear it. And we thank you tonight. We declare our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And the temple has no part in sickness and disease. And so we declare also everyone watching tonight that the healing power of God comes into their house right now, comes into their uh, their car, wherever they're listening, wherever they're watching and and it just affects a healing and a cure in their physical bodies. Right now, the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, quickens. It makes alive their mortal bodies. And any kind of distress, any kind of dysfunction, we, we say tonight you're cured in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, Lord. Amen and amen. Praise God.